Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Mercier, president here of Catholic Truth, and I'm so excited that you've joined us for this series of how to reach our youth and how to bring them back and how to keep them from leaving. I would say that teaching kids to pray is probably in the top two most important things that will keep them from leaving their faith. My parents taught me to pray since I could talk, and every day I prayed for a bunny uh, and a bike growing up, and some toys, and I asked God to bless my mommy, and my daddy, and my sister, and it was just words, and I repeated them every day for years, and years, and years, and when I evolved to become a teenager, my prayer really didn't evolve that much. It just uh, turned into asking for girls, and for money, and for things I needed, and I was still just asking, and asking God, you know, to bless my family, and thanking him for things, and my mom told me to pray the rosary every day, and I don't know why, but somehow she convinced me to pray the rosary every day through high school. And even though I was dressing in black and I went down a really bad, dark, dark path, these prayers and this rosary and my mom praying for me night and day kept me on the straight and narrow where most people would have gone astray and where I probably should be in jail today. But I had a profound, powerful encounter with God in college, and it's all because I prayed my entire life. I never gave up on prayer, even when I thought God wasn't listening to me, even when I thought he was ignoring me, even when I thought he didn't like me. I kept praying, which most people don't. They give up. But I kept praying, and I kept praying, and I I stayed faithful, even though it didn't make sense at times. And God changed my life upside down and backwards, upside down, inside out. He transformed me. And yet some of our kids, most of our kids don't even know the basics. My daughter, she's three years old and she knows the Our Father and the Hail Mary in two languages. And I mean, the first time she prayed the Our Father, she said, Our Father who art heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we were like, wow, that's good. But she belted out the whole thing. We didn't even know she knew it. And she said the whole thing from beginning to end when she was like two and a half. Most of the teens I know and I have worked with as a DRE, as a youth minister, as a religion teacher in high school, they don't even know the Our Father and the Hail Mary. They don't even know the basic prayers, nor could they say them on their own from start to finish by themselves. This is a huge problem. It's a huge failure of religious education. And by religious education, I mean the parents teaching the kids and handing on the faith, the faith that we promised God. At, our at their baptism to teach them. I mean, at baptism, we said, we're going to teach our kids to be faithful, God. We're going to teach them their prayers. We're going to take them to church. We're going to teach them all about the faith. And most of these kids don't even know the Our Father Hail Mary. It's so sad that I give confirmation retreats all around the country to talk about the importance of knowing God, the importance of knowing prayer. And teens come up to me and say, Brian, I want to, but what does that even mean? How do you pray? They don't even know the basic understanding, the basic gist of how to pray, not even just talking to God. They don't know anything, and they're at such a loss. And it's such a tragedy of our times that our kids don't know God. So sad. Alphonsus Logori once said that if you pray a lot, there's a great chance you're going to get to heaven. If you pray a little, there's little chance you're going to get to heaven. And if you don't pray at all, I'll let you use your imagination on what he said. But the fact is, if we are not teaching our kids to pray and to, and to really know God, then we are failing our duties before God.
We are failing as parents. We are failing as religious instructors. And we need to fix that. We need to try to redeem that. Here's the thing. Even after we teach kids the prayers, that's half the problem too, is most people don't know how to go deeper than that. My parents taught me the prayers my whole life. I said the prayers and they didn't do much, or at least I didn't think so. They didn't really connect me with God. I didn't feel God and I didn't know how to do to go deeper. I just said prayers. But we really need to stop saying prayers and need to learn how to pray prayers. We need to learn how to connect with God, to know God on a deep and personal level, and to to learn how to find him and how to hear him and know that he's working in our lives. I was a theater major, and in theater, they say that the lines you have to memorize are the least important part of the play. Why? Because they don't do anything. They're just lines. And if you, you do the lines, but you don't act, the, the lines are useless. The acting is the most important part. The acting choices you make, the way you inspire an audience, that is what's important. But you can't do that unless you know the lines first. So memorizing the lines to a point where you don't even ever have to think about them. You just know them front and back. That's when you can stop thinking about them and start focusing on acting. Start focusing on the audience. Start focusing on getting into your character and living through that character. And it's the same thing with prayer. The lines are the least important part. Living that prayer. Praying that prayer. Getting our hearts behind that prayer. Loving God through that prayer. Giving everything we have to God through that prayer. And and really meaning it from the bottom of our hearts, that is what the most important thing is, not just saying prayers. So many times we just swap flies. I mean, <laughs> make the sign of the cross, but we make it so fast we don't even think about it. We just I make fun of the teens because they just swap flies because that's what they do. But, uh, and then after we swap flies, we hail Mary full of grace, the Lord, blah, 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 and then we say amen. Swap flies again and we think we prayed. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't change us. It doesn't make a lasting difference. We really need to teach kids how to go deeper. We need to teach kids how to pray, how to thank God, God, how to ask for the things we need, how to intercede for others, how to have a conversation with them, how to let them know that God is right here with us. He's not someone up in heaven a billion light years away who's distant and not uh, tuned into your needs. We need to let them know that he's right here, right now, listening to you, loving you with all of his intention on you. And in fact, we need to teach kids how to sit in silence in the Eucharist at adoration and just let God love them, speak to them. There's no better prayer time than just letting teens sit before God in adoration. For this reason, I end all of my confirmation retreats with a Eucharistic Holy Hour, with adoration. And I remember this retreat I gave in New Jersey once. This lady said, oh, I don't want adoration. These eighth graders are too young. They can't sit there. They can't hack it. And I don't want that in our retreat. And I said, well, my retreats, you know, do 45 minutes to an hour of adoration. That's what we do. She said, well, we could do five or 10 minutes. That's it. And I put 45 minutes <laughs> on the schedule anyways, because I figured she'd change her mind. But at the end of 45 minutes, I could not find the lady. She was literally gone. I was walking the church and I finally bumped into her at the very back of the church. And she had just come out of the bathroom and she was crying her eyes out, not just crying, but like ugly makeup cry, just sobbing. And she told me, she said, darling, I have been doing this a very, very long time. And she's like, I have never seen anything like this. And if you had not, if you had told me this, and if I had not seen it with my own eyes, I would never have believed it, dearie, she said, because these eighth graders were praying for 45 straight minutes. And they were, they had walked up to the altar. They were kneeling in front of the altar. Some of them had their heads bowed down. Some of them had their hands out. Many of them 
them were crying. These kids were like this. They were praying harder than you've seen adults pray in your life. These kids were praying like warriors. They were praying like adults. And it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And this happens so often in our retreats because we prepare them to meet Jesus. We prepare them to pray and we prepare them to know how to encounter God and what to say and kind of how to go about it during adoration. And this lady saw the power of prayer. Kids are not too young. They need to know God at a young age. They need to go deep. They need to meditate. They need to contemplate. They need to really be there with God. And this, that kind of prayer, if they did this consistently, would sustain them throughout their high school and college and years and throughout their whole life. I mean, we wouldn't have kids falling away who were going to youth groups falling away who were going to Catholic schools because they would have this deep prayer life with God that changes your life. That is what is going to keep us connected to God all throughout our childhood and throughout our adulthood because there are so many storms. There are so many catastrophes. There are so many things that we just don't understand in life and we need to keep connected to the rock. We need to stay connected to the source who is Jesus Christ himself who is never going to let us go. But how can that be if they don't even know the Our Father? They don't even know the Hail Mary. If they just pray to God for one minute before they go to bed every night. I mean, I always joke with the kids. I said, if I ignored my wife all day, every day, and I only looked at her for a minute before I went to bed, talked to her and then said, oh, the minute's up, I'm going to sleep. Would I ever have a good relationship with her? And the kids all shake their head and they say, no. I said, of course not. So how do you expect to have a life-changing encounter with God if you only give him a couple minutes before bed or when you wake up? We really need to have deeper prayer lives. And this is a call for you adults as well, if you don't have a prayer life, to figure out how to get one. In fact, we have a whole prayer series on this channel. It's a six, it's actually a 12-part uh, prayer series on how to really grow your spiritual life. But we put the first six parts on our YouTube channel. You can buy the whole thing on our, our shop um, at catholictruth.org forward slash shop. And about, if you want to check out our prayer series, it's how to pray, how to go deeper with God, how to overcome obstacles. What do you do when you're struggling? What do you do when you just can't concentrate? All of these things we address, the saints have already told us and showed us the path to God. So we need to get this in line for ourselves and we need to do this in our own life. And then we can teach our kids and radiate it to the world. How many Eucharistic ministers, DREs, youth ministers I talk to, I ask them if, do you pray every day? And they say, I know this is going to sound terrible, but no, I don't. I'm just so busy. I mean, my job consumes me and I don't have time to pray. How can you do work for Jesus without Jesus? How can you serve God without him? God doesn't care about your work. He cares about your heart. He cares about you. Heaven is not work. There's nothing going on in heaven except a relationship with God. And we need to start that now. We need, if we can't model prayer in our own lives and peace and stability in our own lives and the teens, how are they going to do it in their lives? We need to start in our own lives and have that deep prayer life with God. When I have had youth groups in the past, our teens said that the adoration time, just sitting in silence before God or listening to music was the most powerful time for them. Because so many times we just, we run around with chickens with our head cut off and we don't have time to stop. We don't have time to do anything. And we need to teach our teens to prioritize God, to make him important. Because, you know, we don't, 
always have time for everything, but we make time for God. And when they had that time to stop and just sit in silence in adoration and just be and reflect on their life, reflect on where they're going, reflect on what they need to work on, these are powerful means of uh, fixing their spiritual lives, of helping them to come closer to God. I was giving a talk after a retreat and a kid came up to me and he's like, I want to pray more. He's like, how do you think I should do that? Do you think I should wake up 20 minutes earlier before school every morning and pray? I said, yes, that's exactly what you should do. 20 minutes before school to pray. That would be an amazing way to start your day. Are you kidding? Would that all our teens would start every day praying to God for 20 minutes, reading the Bible, doing Lexio Divina, learning to pray these deeper prayers like the rose praying the Bible and meditating on its mysteries. I mean, this would literally change their lives. So these are, I mean, this is the very short version of this video. We're going to be making whole articles on this. But the bottom line is, if we want our kids to stick around, we need to teach them to pray. And not just to say prayers, but to really pray, to connect with God on the heart level, and to have Him work in their lives. Thank you so much for watching this video today. Please do us a favor and share it. And if you like this video, then definitely like it and leave a comment down below because all of these things help these videos to become more popular, more people to see them. And that's exactly what we need is more people to get the message to save our youth, to really revitalize our youth, to revitalize our church, to re-evangelize our teens, give hardcore apologetics and teach them the faith. That's what we need. I mean, for generations now, we've just coexisted. Parents have not handed on the faith. Their kids grew up and did not hand on the faith. Their kids grew up and did not hand on the faith. And here we are. So we need parents to rise up. We need religious education educators, youth ministers, priests, just leaders in general to rise up and start leading our kids again, investing in our kids again. And that'll be one of the programs <laughs> for the future. But thank you so much for watching this video. If you would like a confirmation retreat, if you would like me to come to your parish, give a parish mission, youth group retreat, uh, college or university, keynote speaker for a conference, you name it, please check out our website, catholictruth.org. We would love to serve you, your parish, or your group. And if you haven't yet, consider supporting our ministry and the work we do so we can keep reaching people for Jesus Christ and his church. Also, make sure to check out our merchandise below, t-shirts, mugs, follow us on social media, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, we're there. Follow us. We'd love to give you daily inspiration and inspire your faith as well. Thanks a lot. God bless you.